So the Blue Jackets managed to finish their season on a high as they defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-2 in, frankly, what is the most fun I've had watching a Blue Jackets Tampa game since Game 4 of 2019. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to look ahead to the final game of the season against the Pittsburgh Penguins. All that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, or of any day, or of the middle of the day, or the evening. I'm actually getting an episode out in the morning for once, which is exciting for me personally. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. So uh, make sure you go over to YouTube and hit subscribe if you are not already. I uh, would super appreciate it. Like I said at the top of the show, we are going to be talking about last night's win, which uh, honestly, I didn't watch the game live. Um, I watched it in the morning because I am day-to-day with a non-COVID-related illness, but uh, honestly, I, I woke up and was like, this score seems backwards. Um, took me a second to figure it out. Checked the score sheet and was like, oh, no, the Blue Jackets really did the dang thing. They uh, they beat Tampa Bay 5-2. to two. Admittedly, Tampa Bay did not look like they were trying super hard in this game. Um, I feel like it was very much a, well, we've already clinched whatever place in the playoffs, so we're going to play our backup and also probably skate at, like, 75% effort, which, hey, I'll take it. A win is a win. Um... Goals from lots of important people. Uh, Jake Voracek scored a scored a goal, which I again was not expecting. Um, beautiful, beautiful pass from Kent Johnson, who now has three assists on the season. I believe this is his first primary assist, so you know he's making making steps. Um, just a really, really nice pass to Jake Voracek, who you know, as we all know, does not score goals, but he sure did score the heck out of that one. Um, just previously, I believe Corey Perry scored a goal that was taken back for goaltender interference, which that's like the second thing this week where something has been given back to the Blue Jackets. I think that's the second goal that's been overturned in the last like week and a half after the 8 billion offside goals from earlier this season. Um, they had a goal turned back being offside and now one being overturned for goaltender interference and it was actually goaltender interference uh, which you know as we all know I don't know that the NHL knows what goaltender interference is so I will uh, I will take the win on that one specifically but uh, yeah Jake Project makes it one to nothing into the first intermission Nikita Kucherov scores like seven seconds into the power play because that's just kind of what Nikita Kucherov does makes it one to one but don't worry, literally 32 seconds later, Corsellon just scores his 16th of the season. Assists for Bjorkran and Kukan. I feel like it's been a while since Kukan got on the score sheet, so really good to see that. Really good to see Cole Sillinger, who moves up to, I think, 8th all-time on uh, goals scored by an 18-year-old. Sidney Crosby, I didn't realise this, Sidney Crosby got 39 goals as, a, as an 18-year-old, which seems ridiculous. Um... 
I believe Patrick Laine is second on that list with 36, but for a guy like Cole Sillinger playing on a very mediocre team to be in that kind of record book, I think is uh, super cool. So good for him. Uh, I was really hoping he might sneak his way past 20 goals, but I don't think I don't think it is to be unless you know the Penguins put a cardboard cutout in goal tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the Penguins game in, in just a little bit. But yeah, really, really good. Uh, what a pass from Bjorkstrand. I feel like this is one of those weird games where all of the assists were more impressive than the goals. Honestly, um, that pass from Johnson to Voracek, super cool. That pass from Bjorkstrand to Sillinger, just phenomenal play from Bjorkstrand, who, as we all know, is a goal scorer, not a, a playmaker, but just a really, really nice pass. And... Uh, I will continue to bang the drum of put those two on line with Ken Johnson and watch them go next season. So uh, you love to see it. The other um, the other thing about that goal, which I uh, I really liked, was it was just no one was paying attention to Cole Sillinger, which is extremely funny. Uh, and like I get that of the of the people on the that line, like Oliver Bjorkstrand is the threat, but somehow like three Tampa Bay players got caught up with Bjorkstrand following him behind the net and that gave uh Carl Sillinger the room to basically stand in front of Brian Elliott all by himself. I think the nearest bolt was like six feet away. And he ain't gonna miss from uh from like three feet away from the blue paint. So like I said, you uh you love to see it. Um in a minute we're gonna talk about the third period where we had yet more goals and yet more fun but first i've got to tell you about built bar because you all we all know by now built bar is a protein bar tastes just like a candy bar it is delicious nutritious and summer is coming with summer you're going to need some food on the go and built bar are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations you can throw them in your bags in your kids backpacks everyone should have a built bar so you are fueled for your summer adventure Best part of a Built Bar, like I said, they are delicious and nutritious. You don't need to sacrifice taste for health. With Built Bar, you can have both. All you need to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Built Puffs, if you haven't tried a Built Puff yet, they uh, they come in 100% real chocolate. The Built Puffs are a protein-infused marshmallow. They are my favorite. They come in a bunch of really cool flavors like banana cream pie, churro, uh, they had a brownie batter built puff, which, like, that just sounds good as hell. They're my favourites, and they're going to be yours as well. Here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, get all of your favourites. Banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, so many more. If you use promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So let's talk about that third period, because, it, like I said, it was uh, all of the goals. Well, not all of the goals, but a significant portion of the goals, and it was a lot of fun. Um, Jack Rostovic, who can't seem to stop scoring, uh, hits 22 goals on the season with his power play goal. Again, just a... I watched that goal a couple of times, and I still am not 100% sure how Gus Nyquist made this goal happen. Um, somehow, on the power... Rostovic got basically a full breakaway on the power play. I don't know what Tampa Bay was doing. Um, after the game... Gus Nyquist, uh, I think, oh no, I think, yeah, Jack Rostovic was talking to a, a reporter and he was like, yeah, Gus told me to do, to just do what I did. 
uh, and he predicted that it would work, and it did. So maybe we should all listen to Gus Nyquist more. Once again, you know, just a sneaky good, sneaky good season for him. Uh, same with Jake Bean, who got the secondary assist on that. The 17th of the season. Uh, I'm really excited to see what the defense looks like next season if we can keep all of the top six guys healthy. Because um, I feel like Jake Bean hasn't hit his potential yet. Obviously, Adam Boquist has been injured a lot this season. I don't think he's hit his potential yet. So I'm super excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, Oliver Bjorkstrand scores his 27th. I still think he could hit 30 goals. Like if I just knock on my wooden desk for a second. He's got one game left against the Penguins, who might be trying and might not. Again, we're going to talk about the Penguins game in uh, in just a little bit and what kind of implications the game has for them, even though they've already clinched their playoff spot. Unassisted goal from Oliver Bjorkstrand, just doing, again, Oliver Bjorkstrand things. Um, 27 goals on the season, career high. This guy's, I don't know, he's just, he might be my favourite Blue Jacket, honestly. Like, aside from Elvis, we all know Elvis is my favourite favourite, but, like, in terms of skaters... Oliver Bjorkstrand is just so good and so fun and so dynamic, and I'm super excited to see him continue to grow and improve as the as the seasons go. Um, unfortunately, Corey Perry scores a goal that will count to make it four to two uh, on the power play. I think they had an empty net as well, so it was like I think it was six on four was the was when the goal was scored. Tampa um, pulled the goalie pretty early. Uh, the goal was scored with three minutes and six seconds left. I guess they figured, hey, why not? Um, they managed to score a goal. It worked. They pulled the goalie basically immediately again after that. But uh, Andrew Peak makes no mistake, scores from his own blue line. Uh, again, I think I think that might have bounced off Corey Perry. Watching the the replay, it looked like it might have bounced off Corey Perry, which is extremely funny. But he scores his second goal of the season, his first goal since I think like November twenty fourth. So you just sure, why not? Of course, it was going to be Andrew Peake that scored an empty net goal on, like, the second-to-last game of the season for his second goal. Like, sure. This is the kind of nonsense game that it was. Um, it was a really fun game, actually. I'm sad that I didn't get to watch it live. I did enjoy sleeping for, like, 12 hours. Um, but I... Uh, yeah, what a what a fun game. What a fun game to, like, finish out the season at home as well. The Blue Jackets are in Pittsburgh tonight. So this was their last home game of the season, and, uh, yeah, they really, it was a really good reward for the fans who, you know, it would have been easy for them to be like, well, they haven't made the playoffs in two years, we're gonna just not bother, and they didn't, they showed up, and they, uh, they got rewarded for it with this extremely fun win over Tampa um, it was a much more dominant performance, the one thing I will I will mention, is uh, the Blue Jackets took seven minor penalties. That's too many minor penalties. Um, they did manage to score on the power play their own, uh, five straight games with a power play goal, I think. But, you know, the Tampa Bay, giving Tampa Bay seven power play attempts is just, it seems foolish. Um, one in the first period, four in the second period three in the third period, uh, a couple of those, I believe, are offsetting. Um, yeah, so uh, Patrick Maroon and uh, Elvis Mosley-Kins took offsetting penalties, which is, again, extremely funny. Um, but, yeah, just a lot... There's a lot going on. 
in this game, and I would like it if they did. Slightly less crime, but it is what it is. Blue Jackets walked away with the win, and we'll see how they do tonight in Pittsburgh, which is what we're going to talk about in just a minute. But first, I wish to tell you about Bet Online because honestly, you shouldn't put money on the Blue Jackets winning a game last night. I didn't, and now I wish that I had. I think uh, the odds would have been pretty good. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the start of the Major League Baseball season, and, of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action, because BetOnline is where the game starts. So, it does feel rude that the Blue Jackets have to finish the season against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't think any Blue Jackets fan wants to see it. Um, and I don't think it's going to be an easy game. You know, like, the, the Tampa Bay game was very much... Tampa's clinched. I believe they're locked into their seeding as well in the Atlantic. Um, they played their backup. At the minute, Pittsburgh, I believe... I'd have to I'd have to look it up. If they they need a point, they need at least one point versus the Blue Jackets, and they need Washington to lose to keep their third place seeding and face New York. If they don't get those, then I believe they slip down into one of the wild card spots and have to face Florida, which uh I don't know that any team wants to face Florida at this moment in time, so I feel like they're going to be not necessarily fighting for their lives, but they will be trying extremely hard not to have to face Florida, because I feel like the Rangers is uh, a much less terrifying prospect. Pittsburgh has not fed super well against the Rangers this season, but playoffs are a different beast, and yeah, I don't know if any team would be like, yeah, we'd take Florida over the Rangers any day, like, Florida is, Florida's gonna be a, a fun, a fun thing to watch in the, in the playoffs, um, in terms of some matchups, my nemesis, Jake Gensel, has five, uh, five points, three goals in his last five games, Chris Letang has three assists, I assume we'll see, uh, Louis Domingue, Tonight, he's 1-1 one one with a 9.52 save percentage. Uh, Tristan Jarry is out for the foreseeable future, so um, they could start Casey DeSmith. I don't think they should, because I think Domingue is a better is a better goalie, but depending on how the Blue Jacket, the, excuse me, depending on how the Penguins want to go into the postseason, it might make sense that they want to give uh, DeSmith as much ice time as possible leading up to it to try and get him in starting game shape or mentality but uh, yeah Tristan Jarry I think he has a broken foot uh, which that's a really rough timing for him and he's been extremely good for the Penguins this year um, and especially against the Blue Jackets uh, he's got four shutouts a 919 save percentage and a record of 34 18 and 6 I imagine we'll see Elvis tonight because why wouldn't we um Elvis, who has a 9.06, two shutouts, and a 27.22 and 7 record. Again, like, win, wins are a weird one, because I don't think wins are a goalie stat, but obviously they do get a lot of weight in the goalie community. Um, but 
I if I had to guess, it will be a Mosley Kins to Smith matchup. Currently, the Penguins have won every game so far: five to two in January, three to two in February, and five to one in March. Maybe the Blue Jackets can pull out the win, but I'm not, especially without Wierenski and um, probably Blankenberg and almost definitely Boquist. Like this might be a, just another case of I hope no one gets hurt and. I hope that Elvis doesn't allow a bajillion goals. Um, you know, it might be just one of those, I just hope everyone except Jay Gensel has fun kind of games. Um, the Blue Jackets are locked into their draft position as well, so this game, like winning this game will not cause them to fall into 13th overall. Uh, losing the game will not cause them to drop into, or to rise, I guess, into 11th overall. So it's... This is a game that means more for the Penguins than the Blue Jackets, frankly. Um, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'm not expecting a ton of fun in tonight's game. I think it's going to be extremely painful for me to watch. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. You know, objectively speaking, finishing the season with a rivalry game is not the worst thing in the world. But God, why did it have to be Pittsburgh, you know? Um, so we'll see how it goes. And uh, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Tomorrow we'll break down tonight's game against the Penguins, and we'll talk a little bit about the Blue Jackets season as a whole, how the past 82 games have gone, uh, my MVPs for the season, my needs improvement for the season, and the things I'm kind of the most excited about. Obviously we go into off-season mode as of Monday, so we're going to be starting up on more draft profiles, we'll do player evaluations, we'll do uh, looking to the future, we'll We'll do all kinds of things. It'll be fun. That's coming up next week. But uh, tomorrow we'll break down the final game of the season. And hopefully it will be much more fun than the last three games against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day. I super appreciate it. If you're not subscribed over on YouTube, then please make sure you go and do that. I would appreciate that even more than I already do. And uh, try to enjoy the game tonight as much as you can. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.